Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm also Lisa. You're Lisa T. You're the second part of Lisa Squared. So for those that were expecting Slajana, Slajana's in the process of going through a crisis of moving to England in the middle of COVID while trying to get all of the paperwork squared away and everything. So we've decided to give her a little bit of break. And if people have listened to this podcast before, last summer, we had a bunch of people on as guests. And this time I invited a bunch of people. And the first one to respond was my best friend from college, Lisa Tyson. Hello, Lisa. Hello. So you were on, this is your second time. And you were on before we did an interview. The highlights from that interview was we were known as Lisa Squared in our sorority and people were surprised we were in a sorority. Yes. We were we were beautiful people that performed. Do you remember some of the performances we did? I remember we did the theme song to Sailor Moon. <gasps> Sailor Moon. Oh while gosh. wearing Sailor Moon shirts and I yep. think holding Sailor Moon like Barbie dolls. Oh yes. Oh yeah, we went full throttle. It was amazing. And then we would we would also always wear costumes to events that were just like formal wear co- formal wear events, but we would show up in like blue wigs and like tiaras and gloves and like evening wear, but it was really supposed to be like, you know, like Sunday church wear. And that's why we're friends because every day and every event is the stage and we would treat it that way. And so this time, flash forward, oh God, I don't want to say how many years, but flash forward from college, we are still friends. We try, although I've been failing a lot recently, to email each other like every other day or so. We're doing an okay job. We're we're doing okay. Recent times, like they don't count for trying to do your normal routine. Thank you. I would like to say that recent times are all kinds of crazy. You have pandemic, you have protests, life changes for lots of people. And here we are. So I asked you if you wanted to do a word of the week and we came up with something better for this episode. You want to describe what we're going to do? So didn't you have like a catchy phrase for what you were calling this? Oh, I was calling it two Lisa's agree or disagree. Although it sounds, it sounds not as sexy. So like (laughs) do two Lisa's. Yeah. Do two Lisa's or something like that. But then it's like not sexual. So it's fine. Two Lisa's have strong opinions. (laughs) Two Lisa's have strong opinions. And you decided that word of the week out the window. Yeah. Go ahead. So when you asked me to be on, you were like, do you want to do a word of of the week or do you want to do this other thing? And then once you said it, I was like, yes, I love the word of the week. Don't get me wrong, but I love this other thing. So basically what we're doing is we both written a list independently of each other of just totally random things. And we're going to throw them out there and talk about whether we like them or don't like them and why. Yeah. Do two Lisa's agree or disagree? And I am fascinated to know. So we spent 
this week coming up with a list. We even had to like deliberate in the middle of the week. Like, are we doing this right? Like, is this the list? So we got this. Okay. Would you like to go first? Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go crazy. Number one, mushrooms. (gasps) I love mushrooms. Food mushrooms. Decor mushrooms. The beauty of mushrooms. Yes. Okay. 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 Can I tell you what I made for dinner tonight? Mushrooms. It's going to be like a trick question. (laughs) Yeah. I fried them up in some beautiful olive oil. And then I've been going through some magazines because little known fact, you and me are magazine hoarders. We hoarded Bust Magazine for well over college years. I still have them. Yeah. (laughs) Like I can't, I can't do it. I think I'm just starting to get at the phase where I'm like, you know what? I think I could like cut these up for scrapbooks. Like I haven't even like taken a page out of them because I'm like, I can't destroy the bust. And now I'm like, don't worry. I saved a couple pages for you because they had Elijah Wood on them who you love. Yep. And they're coming your way along with the feminist book of crafting. Ooh. Because I know you're a feminist and you love crafting and that's yes. why we love each other. So back to your question about the mushrooms in decor, I ripped out a page at a bus magazine where they had a bunch of backpacks and one of them is in the shape of a mushroom house. And I realized I'm an adult in her 30s who should not have a backpack in the shape of a mushroom house. But yet I pulled it out and I was like, I kind of want this for my birthday. I think I kind of want this. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, it almost has its origins in like playing the original Mario Brothers as a kid, like that cartoon mushroom. And then I feel like maybe there was a mushroom character on like Strawberry Shortcake. (gasps) But I I just... Like I I can... Yeah, like I can see it in my head, but I don't know for sure. So don't quote me on that. So strawberry shortcake, I have the turtle and I had I had a strawberry shortcake with her red hair and years later, because I was back in the eighties, she still smells like I don't know what kind of strawberries. It's probably made of cancer now. <laughs> I just threw her away this week. She still had her tights on and everything. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, definitely I know you're in the process of moving. And I was kind of in the process of maybe moving and that's been put on hold, but it definitely made me look at a bunch of just stuff that I have. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to just randomly throw stuff away. You made me a couple things that are not throw- I'm not throwing away. So we used to make decoupage boxes and send each other them or like give gifts in them. And there's one that's in the shape of a circle container. And it says, ask Dr. Lisa. And it just has like crazy magazine decoupage all over it. I'm keeping that because you filled it with a bunch of things. And then I filled it with a bunch of things. So when you dig into it, it's either you should do this activity or the answer to a yes, no question. It doesn't matter what you ask it. Apparently it's just going to come up. And I love that. It's very ambiguous. Yes. It's like, it's like a bizarre personalized magic eight ball. Yeah. And it it's filled with ridiculous things and glitter, tons of glitter. I love that. Obviously. So glitter is not on my list because I already know we like it. So it, two Lisa's agree. Mushrooms are great, right? They're so How great. How do you feel about mushrooms? 
They're so beautiful. And it's funny because at work, one of the tutors that works for me, she's like deathly afraid of mushrooms. Like, actually, oh my God, like, really? yeah, like she actually has a phobia. So, like, I have like mushroom stuff on my stuff. Like, I have like a couple of stickers on my computer that are mushrooms. And so she has to be careful not to look at my computer. And then, like, my computer backdrop, I have kind of like a slideshow and I have a bunch of like pictures of mushrooms on it. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, like, I literally love mushrooms. Like, I could look at mushrooms all day. And I had a mushroom calendar. So I'd always be like, don't come over. Like, don't look at the mushroom calendar. Oh, that, that's, that's one of those, like, weird people. Like, you kinda, yeah, you're kind of friends with them, but you're like, nah, that's a weird factoid. I mean, you know, everyone has things, so. Yeah, yeah. But also, when I was camping in like the rainforest on the equator my camping companion she really liked birds and she was like we were like trying to find animals and I was just like I really don't care about animals like I literally (laughs) just want to look at all the mushrooms growing out of all the animal poop like it was so beautiful like there were so (laughs) many cool mushrooms (laughs) so good but yes so all right. Mushrooms. So two leases agree. Mushrooms are great. All right. Here's one. This was not on my list. I'm actually going from like the list that you haven't seen. Ready? Carnivals. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I love carnivals. Do you? Okay. I wasn't sure. Which is like so weird because like usually I don't like loud things. Like I don't like, but like something about carnivals, like I wanted to be a carny so bad <laughs> for so many years. And like I actually like started looking into like being like a traveling teacher with carnivals because like they have like <laughs> because they have like other workers who like aren't even performers in the carnival because like the carnival workers have children. So then like you just travel with them and you like teach the children of like the carnival workers, you know. The performers, the ticket takers, and everyone. I guess. I kind of knew that because I had (laughs) a ladies' bathroom reader, as you do. And inside, it had like talk of Circus Olay, where they had people who were in there since they were kids, because they have a lot of kid actors and actresses in there. And they also talked about, oh, yeah, I was schooled. And I guess, yeah, you would have to, you would be their teacher. Yeah. How come that how come that didn't work out? What was I what mean, was I've always like there'd been like things that I'm like, oh, that would be really cool to do. But then like it just doesn't work out. Well, one thing I'm not actually like I never like went to school to be like a certified teacher. Oh, okay. Gotcha. In the United that, States. So like I would have had to actually be a teacher instead of just, you know, like teaching overseas and that kind of thing. But yeah, so that was That was one of the, but okay. So actually about carnivals. So I get bad motion, motion sickness. So I can't really, I can't really do a lot of the rides anymore, but like, same. yeah, sometimes I'll like still try where I'm like, eh, I think this one will be okay. And I I almost always regret it. 
I don't know why I do that. I just tried a Ferris wheel. Actually, the whole family did with another family and all the adults were like, this is terrifying. And Ferris wheel was the one, definitely the one that I could always do. It was like the weird spinny ones that had like three prongs to it or yes. like the ones where you're standing up that I definitely couldn't do. And then roller coasters are my number one fear. And yet... I love me a carnival. Love I carnival. just love the carnival. And like a corn dog. I'm not really a sweet person. Wow. So like I love the corn dog. But I also See, I'm a love candy person. I also love the hamburger between two smashed Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So good. So good. But I hate <laughs> fried Oreos. Oh, okay. Well, that should have made the list because I love me a fried Oreo. <laughs> All right, two Lisa's disagree. One loves the fried Oreo, but that's okay. Like we have foods that we could buy there. Like we wouldn't need to both eat the fried Oreos, right? Have you tried like fried mac and cheese or fried butter or any of the other weirdos? I haven't. I've tried I, fried candy bars are okay, but I still am kind of like I'd rather just eat a candy bar or eat a donut. Yeah, you don't need to wrap it in like delicious breaded fat for me to enjoy yeah. that. It was already great. And yeah, sometimes like true. if it's too melty, it's almost like I like can't taste it. Like it doesn't taste quite right. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I do love at carnivals the ridiculous like toys they have. Like I don't know why I want that stiff, ugly, butt stuffed animal. But like suddenly get me a carnival. It's like, oh, I'm going to blow up your dart balloons with all that. And it's going to be beautiful. I want them so bad, I want but I don't so want bad. them. Like they're, they're terrible. Like I have, I love stuffed animals and I have like actually nice stuffed animals. Right. But, like I, I want to win. I love carnivals are so cool. Yeah. I went, we won a stuffed giant pig. That was like one where if you put your hands around in front of you, like it was that big. My friend and I won it. And we started training it back and forth whenever we would see it. And we named it pubert because I love the Adams family values. And so we named him Pubert. We lost Pubert at one point and he's gone to the world. But like that was the only successful stuffed animal that actually meant something in the world after the carnival was over. Once the carnival was over, I was like, you mean nothing to me, you big silly stuffed animal. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Okay. Two, Lisa's a great carnivals are yes. great. Yeah. And that, okay. this, this, goes, this goes to my next one because I especially like it when it's a carnival that's like, somehow attached to like a county fair or a state fair where they have like all the animal stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. With the animals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because the next thing on my list is goats. Oh my God. I love me an effing goat. Oh, especially like pygmy goats. I also used to love sharing the video where they're screaming goats, but in the theme song of game of Thrones, it was like, ah, wah, 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 wah. And, but to goat screaming. And it was like, that could always bring a smile to my face. I did watch an animal hoarders where the lady had too many goats and they peed on the side of her house and they got into her bedroom and then she just locked the door. I still love those goats though. That, oh that still wouldn't. And yeah, I and someone, someone told me like their pee is like really acidic and they pee all the time. Still wouldn't stop me. I still want to go. Yeah. And then like there's certain kinds that when they like eat the grass, they pull it out of the ground instead of like just like biting it. So then like you end up with 
like they're not cutting the grass for you. They're like pulling out all the grass. So like you can't really just have like a bunch of goats, like like how you do with cows where it's like, oh, and they'll cut the grass for you basically. Like goats won't do that. Like they like... Goats won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like wherever they live, like it's just dirt. <laughs> so despite all that, I still want me a goat. They're just oh, they so also cool. have the weird eyes, don't oh, they? Oh the yeah, it's so cool. It's so yes! cool. Oh gosh! All right, we two two Lisas love a good goat. Yes. All right, here we go. I got it. Completely different one on this one. Ready? Fancy lingerie. Oh my gosh! So I really feel like it's it's kind of weird because when I was younger, I always wore fancy lingerie. Like just all the time. No, no, like like twenties, like early twenties, like really like my whole twenties. Like that was just what I wore because I'm like, well, you know, it's nice and it just, you know, like I like it. And then it's like as I got into my thirties, I was like, and when I was when I was that age, I thought like, oh, I'm not gonna be one of those that's like, you know, you wear comfortable undergarments once you get to a certain age but then I definitely was that person (laughs) so I also thought oh why would I wear like big like granny panty underwear like that's ridiculous I still am like not all the way there but I have a couple that that time of yeah like 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 I'm not full granny panty but I'm definitely just kind of like normal you know like just your average like cotton yeah oh it's comfortable definitely cotton. like yep they're not humongous and, but they're definitely not lingerie and the reason this came up was as you mentioned i'm like purging my house like whoa and i found the last sexy piece of lingerie that i owned it was a set it was purple and it i never really wore it my friend gave it to me for my bridal shower and i was just like always like weird in it because to me, I, I didn't even have that 20s where I was like, oh, sexy time. Sexy time for, <laughs> for, for my laundry was like, I went to Victoria's Secret and paid $5 for this. Booyah! That is overpriced underwear. And like it might have had like a leopard print that was gray. It wasn't even like real leopard print. And then, I, yeah, I feel like I just go straight to naked. I just like love being naked rather than like this weird, like I'm a beautiful, lovely person underneath there. I never, even when I tried sexy lingerie, like Slajana recommended, like sexy lingerie with like a little zipper bra and something. Nah, they don't do it for me. I just need my boobs to feel okay. And that's it. And then it's, otherwise it's gone. It's naked. Yeah. Time. The one bra yeah. that's like my favorite bra of like real bras is like, it's like fully lacy, but it's only because it's the one that fits me the best. So I have it in like a million different colors. If it it was like a plain cottony looking bra that fit me the best, that would be the one I had in a million colors. But when I went to like buy new bras one time at, what's the one that we really like? Nordstrom? Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Yeah. So I went with my mom to a Nordstrom's and like the woman that worked there, she was really good, but she was like, Oh my gosh, she was like, You need to be a like lingerie model. What? Really? Yeah. Like not Victoria's Secret lingerie, more like, you know, like pinup girl type lingerie. Right. Like I mean, your boob, <laughs> your boobs are beautiful. I will test that. And I was like, 
I mean, thanks. Okay. I was like, I would not know how to even get into that or (laughs) how that would work, but cool. (laughs) It was really interesting, but I was like, hey, okay. And then like my poor mom's there with me and she definitely was not saying that to my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. (laughs) And it was like this really like almost like surprise, like awe. And I was like, okay. Here's a question. Then did you, are you for like, is it thumbs up to fancy lingerie or no? Cause you said yes in twenties, but like now are you more comfy? I'm more comfy. Like the bras okay. that I wear so are kind of thumbs down. Yeah. The bras I wear are kind of okay. fancier, but just because they're the ones that fit and I have big boobs. So if you find bras that work for you, you kind of just go with it no matter what they look like. Okay. So Tuli says agree. No fancy laundry. Yeah. I'm over laundry. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay, I went to too. I went to Paris. Like I lived in Paris because I did the semester abroad right before we met, actually. That's right. At a roller skating rink. Yeah, that's why I didn't meet you the semester that you pledged SAI because I was in Paris. But anyway, for for people not in the notes, Sigma Alfiota, a women's music fraternity. Thank you very much. Which Which was a great part of our college experience. But I think like being in France influenced me a lot in like fashion choices and like getting into the lingerie and that kind of thing. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. That's right. I forgot about that part. All right. I think it's your turn. It's my turn. Yep. Okay. So this one's like kind of specific. (laughs) When TV shows are meta. (sighs) Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no. And here's why. (laughs) One. You brought up Sailor Moon before. That's almost the only Japanese animation that I can follow is like magic girl kind because everything else I feel like I'm too stupid for. And then everything that comes to mind when you say meta is like Inception. I feel like I'm too (laughs) stupid to understand that movie. So there's these other... Yeah, okay. So I would probably say like meta light. So like... (laughs) Not You're quite like, Inception. Oh, yeah, like, like Metalite. I do like Inception, but not quite. Like, I love like that, like kind of like mind trip stuff. But okay, so do you like in TV shows where they like make jokes in the TV show about the fact that they're in a TV show? Oh, like, okay, would Deadpool be a good example where he's like addressing jokes to the audience as he's in the actual scene? Yeah. So like they do yeah. it, they do it in like Supernatural. Yeah. They, they do it a lot in like the show community. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Then yes. Yes. All right. I was thinking deep thoughts where I'm like, oh, I'm not a deep thinker. When yeah, you were thinking like <laughs> super duper meta. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we're meta light. Oh, then yes. Yes. I will easily do like, I, I love yeah. when I feel like, oh my God, I got the joke. Cause I'm always the person that doesn't see the ending coming on very like obvious things. Like I, I did not know he sees dead people. I did not realize that was coming. So if, if, I can figure, if I can figure it out or like I'm in on the joke, I'm like, I'm smart for this movie or show. I am so bad at scary movies that I saw that in the theater when it first came out. And I still occasionally like get scared 
from that movie. I mean, the that's one that why got I don't me watch scared. them. The one that got me scared for most of like elementary school, and middle school was Jurassic Park because I was like, <laughs> the Velociraptors can open doorknobs and they're real because <laughs> you can get it from mosquito DNA. Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the next one that scared me was Event Horizon, where the spaceship goes to hell and comes back. And, but it's, Sam O'Neill, I think, is the actor. So he's usually this like feel good guy. He kind of played Merlin in one. And then he, in Jurassic Park, he was the, you know, archaeologist that was like, oh, I have this little, like, you know, tool, this little, like, hook for the velociraptor toe. And that he's the nice guy and everything, cantankerous a little bit around the edges. And then in this event horizon, he is horrifying and at one point has no eyeballs. And I'm oh like, my God. What? Yeah, that I haven't gave seen that years. one. I haven't yeah, you don't need to one. see it. It'll ruin, it'll ruin things. So, yeah, okay. So I'll give a thumbs up. What about you? I assume. Oh my God, yes, yeah, you I love explain it. it to me. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> also, right. they do it in the show Boston Legal. Did you ever watch that show? So I didn't, but Alex, my husband did, and he loved it. He also liked, so William Shatner, who's the other guy? James Spader, one of the best yes. actors of our time. So good. And then like I fell in love with that guy again in the office when he came in as David California, I think is his name. I couldn't have that wrong. But yeah, he was I, good in that I think the first thing that I that got James Spader on my radar was Stargate. <gasps> That's right. Oh my I god. Forgot about that. I oh, love so that movie. Oh, he's yeah. so beautiful. All right. That that one was really good. I'm impressed by that one. Yay. Woo woo. You, you, yeah. You thought deep thoughts on this. Okay. All right. I'm looking at my list. All right. I'm coming up with a good one. Okay. Oh, I feel like that one's too obvious. Okay. Wait for it. I don't know how this one's going to go. <laughs> People that are nicer than necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so give me an example. <laughs> All right. So most people in Japan are overly nice that you kind of know it's just part of their culture. They are not overly enthusiastic about being nice. And then you might think about it here as actually we had a sorority sister that I felt like was overly nice like, even like, though she knew we didn't like, like her. fake nice. Yeah. Like they're like, so they're like overdoing it. Oh my it. gosh. I'm so, well, so now it sounds like I'm making this so that we both get a thumbs down. But I kind of knew like we are people that like if you're super duper nice to us, we're like, oh God. Why can't you just be snarky and like Daria and Jane Lane for the show Daria? Basically. Right. I feel like it's hard because there's the people who are like annoying nice. And then there's the people who are just, like, so nice. Like, it's almost, like, to me, like, the difference between, like, Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. <laughs> like, if a Hufflepuff person is super nice, it's just because they're actually super nice. Whereas, like, when, like, well, actually, well, any of the other ones, if they're acting super nice, they're being they manipulative. Something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, only yeah. if you're a Hufflepuff can you be 
fully super nice, which so, I'm not even like a huge Harry Potter fan, but I just feel, <laughs> no, I feel so like funny. I feel like those categories just like kind of like capture this certain like type of person. And it's easier because it's only four of them. It's not like 16 different personality types. Anyway, that's a good point. Well, and I had like specific people I was thinking of when I was like, oh, I, and I think it kind of matches the person that you like first said where they're just nice. I wasn't thinking of someone being manipulative. It's just like, they're like, oh my God, I love you so much. And you're like, you are like so over the top. I almost don't trust you. But like they might be being genuine. Like, so it's not take manipulation out of it. Yeah. But then, okay, I hate it when people are like super nice, but like they're really just like talking. Oh, so that would be that. Yeah. That's exactly what I was. And it's not that they're not genuinely nice, but they have like no follow through on any of the stuff that they like say they're going to do. Yes. Like they just like say things. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this for you or like that. And they're like, you're such a great friend and I'm going to do this for you. But then like they don't do it. (laughs) I feel like those people are also the people who like will make things about them without even realizing it. Yes. Yes. So anyway, yeah, nice people. And I do imagine people who are like waiting in the conversation for a pause, not because they've been listening to you and want to follow back like, oh, that sentence you said like two like minutes ago, I had something, but I was also listening. It's the part where they're like, I'm waiting so that I can jump in with what I've been thinking of this whole time and I've not been listening. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of niceness, I also hate when like someone that you're with is nice to like strangers or like unimportant people, like just random (laughs) people to the detriment of like their friends or family. (laughs) Like not even like in high stakes situations, but like I feel like men are really bad about doing this because they'll get like this like kind of like empty praise from other people for like doing nice things for them that they might not get like from their, you know, wife and kids and that kind of thing or husband or whatever. So like one story I have, because calling out my dad, sorry, dad, but he's really bad about this. So like people who are like kind of like people pleaser people, like yes. at, at our graduation, our JMU graduation, you know, the parking is insane on graduation day. Yeah. So and like you can get like really stuck in parking lots. So we were like trying to get to the car really quickly and like someone like was like trying to get directions from us, but like they were asking (laughs) directions for somewhere that I didn't even really know what to tell them. And he like made us stop to like talk to these people to try to give them directions when like we had explained multiple times how important it was for us to get to the car quickly. So like that kind (laughs) of thing where like that need to like be nice supersedes like actual I mean it wasn't life or death or anything but it's like it supersedes like the actual needs of your family or like people who help like their neighbor do the exact same thing that like 
their significant other has asked them to do for like the last year. <laughs> yes. But they'll help their neighbor do it because they get like that different kind of praise anyway. Right. But and then they're like, oh, you're such a nice guy for helping me. And that and kind you're of like, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All exactly. right. Sure. So that annoys <laughs> me. All right. I, yeah. Your turn. Okay. So this one I have a lot of feelings about. <laughs> and you're also a musicy person. Yes. So clapping etiquette. Oh, God. <laughs> Are we talking about in like all situations? Like, ah, yeah. Okay. So okay. I'm talking about. So- everything yeah okay good like i hate at the end of a movie in a movie theater again i'm sitting with the losers we paid to be here this is not like the right and they start clapping at the end of the movie i was like who are you clapping for none of us made the movie none of us here had a part they can't hear you uh oh okay here's one here's one thing that I will say I enjoy my boss at town halls at work. So like it's corporate, it's boring. People are falling asleep. There's been times where during the Q and a, he has heard a good question and out of like a 200 person auditorium, again, with boring people, this is like about work stuff. It's not exciting. He has stood up and start clapping like a slow clap enthusiastically and been like, yeah, great question. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the sarcastic clap that I can get behind. Sarcastic clap, inappropriate, boring things, but oh, the clapping, the clapping. Okay. How do you feel about it? So I have many thoughts about many aspects of clapping. (laughs) So one of them is like the actual like formal rules of clapping for like, like, you know, like the symphony and that kind of thing. And like the opera and like, like, you know, like not clapping after every song or every pause in the music. Right. <sighs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> but like, I'll like go on rants about it so much that now like when people go to concerts and like those kind of performances with me like they won't clap until they see me clapping (laughs) they'll like look like if people start clapping they look at me and they're like are we allowed to clap what's happening (laughs) I was just thinking times that we because of our sorority experience we had to be ushers and and hand out pamphlets at so many concerts and things. It would drive me crazy when there are music people in the audience or people who appreciate it because they're coming out on a Wednesday to see this and they are clapping after like a random thing. And I'm like, no, 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 you should know better. No, no, not okay. If I know better, then you should know better. And it's like, to me, I'm like, you don't have a solo in this show. (laughs) like it's not about you and the stupid sounds that your hands are making like can we listen to the actual music you are not important right now also i live in the hampton roads area and they are notorious for clapping at everything 
to the point that anything that's like touring mostly in Virginia. So like we have like some tours like the Virginia Opera and like okay. cer- certain things that it's like it'll be in Hampton Roads and Richmond and D.C. and then like other places in Virginia. But every single one of those companies, they always start in our area because people clap so much that it gives like the performers like a confidence boost. I have <laughs> never been to a show here where there's not a standing ovation. <laughs> I'm like, no, those are like reserved. What right. is wrong with you? Those like those are, yeah, like those are only if everyone, it's like the participation trophy. I'm like, if yes. everyone gets a standing ovation, it's lost all its meaning. Like it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Like, why are you standing yep. up? Yep. Great also, question. totally different kind of clapping. I hate when people tell me to clap. Wait, like, in what circumstances like, are people? I don't, like con- people? I don't like concerts anyway, but like I hate it when I'm there and like they're like trying to get the crowd to clap with them. Like, oh, okay, the performers like, trying to do it. Yeah, like I don't know if it's like this like rebellious, like you can't tell me what to do married with the fact that like I don't like being in a group of people where we're like all doing the same thing together. Like I've yeah. always, I hate that feeling. And I'm like, I like just immediately get this where I'm like, screw you. I'm not clapping. <laughs> Stop telling me to clap, which is like not how most people react to being <laughs> at a concert and being told to clap. I just like, it just makes me so annoyed. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to clap. And I'll just like, say, I'm like, no, screw you. No clapping from this person. I I can respect that. I mean, I am a follower. If you tell me to start clapping and dancing in like a ridiculous manner, I'll do it. But I can understand how you could stand back and be like, no, no, I don't want this. Yeah. Yeah. My hackles go up. We agree that there is clapping etiquette and and like it it bothers us. Yeah. Two leases agree. This is not okay. And I hate it when people like clap too loud. No, I'm a loud clapper. I try to go out of my way to clap loud. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we would be at something I'd be like, and you're like so much taller than me, your hands would probably be like really close to my like, in your face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. I think we have time for one more. Do two Lisa's agree? This was the last one I wanted to do with you because I think we have different feelings on this one. Ready? Okay. Beautiful boys. Okay. So are you asking me this because you don't like beautiful boys and you know that I do like beautiful boys? So I feel like <laughs> our beautiful boys are very different. Because I remember when you described to me like one of your crushes in college, I was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but like, we wouldn't ever have to worry about fighting over a guy because I'd be like, oh, well, this one's yours. This he looks true. emaciated and yes. very pasty. You yes. do love him? Great. He's yours. Yeah. <laughs> I basically like the, like, men, I'm not going to say boys, because I like the men who have, like, that more, like, boyish face. So, like, you know, like, they could literally be 40 years old, but they just have that, like, little, like, you know, that more, like, youthful, just, like, the shape of their face. And, like, you know, the guys that, like, they kind of look like they could be, like, you know... Like a little like cherub painting. 
and the Renaissance. Yeah. Now, did we agree on Legolas from Lord of the Rings, Orlando? No, Bloom? I do not no, like Legolas like. at all. I do not like. I'm okay with Orlando Bloom as an actor, but I don't find him attractive in the slightest. Oh, and but we did agree on Tuxedo Mask, right? I mean, yes, Man. but he's a cartoon. I mean, so. he's a cartoon. Yeah, he's a cartoon. <laughs> the same face. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I really liked the like arcade. Was he like the arcade owner or like the worker at the arcade or something? Oh, yeah. What was his name? It wasn't Andrew, was it? It was. I don't yeah. remember what it was in in the American yeah, one, but yeah, like, I'm more about that. So, like, basically, it's like you're Mr. Darcy, and I would always take Mr. Bingley. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, so good, it's like you could have yeah. a tuxedo mask and I would have like the cute little bumbling. Yeah. <laughs> Arcade- you, would, you, would, you would take Elijah Wood. Uh, and for sure. I, and I would take, although we do agree, we like Hugh Jackman. I mean, Hugh Jackman's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, there's certain people that it's just like, I mean, I don't Obvious. know why they're like so not my type, like Jason Momoa. Like, not my type at all, but, like, he's just really attractive. He's very beautiful. I love that guy. I even love him in the commercial where he's, like, taking off his sexy muscles and he's, like, a string bane and looks ridiculous with no hair. I'm like, (laughs) I'll take that, Jason. (laughs) Yeah, so there's always, like, certain ones that I'm like, okay, they don't fit my typical thing. But then, like, Hugh Jackman, you know, he's into, like, musical theater and he actually is, like, a, like, pretty dorky, nice guy, so. Yeah. I must have just seen that shining through. So I I wanted to end with this because I felt like a lot of my list, I knew maybe how you might feel, but I was like, we differ on the beautiful boys. We we like beautiful men. I will call them men. They are beautiful men, but we we have our different opinions. I like them to look, you know, like what mainstream would call kind of like girly. Like I don't like like square jaw. Like I like a like nice, like gentle, gentle looking facial soul. structure there you go and soul i'll, I'll take <laughs> i'll take them like demanding i'll take a i'll take a hard face like cut with your face but also take a legolas in the forest that's fine i'll take that guy um, legolas has a pretty sharp face he does have a really sharp face that's, yeah <laughs> i think he that's can, part of why like you. yeah like i look at him and i'm like Ugh. and i'm like oh you deserve to be on my pillow at night you're so beautiful yeah. So, well, this was a lovely game. I enjoyed this thoroughly, and you definitely surprised me with a lot of things. So, Yay! Thank you very much. So, for the rest of the summer, we're going to be having guests on Lady of Leisure. So, if you would like to be a guest, feel free to reach out to contact at ladiesofleisure.net and we can set that up. And then, Lisa T., you know how we end every episode. Would you like to LOL with me? Of course. LOL.